Dutch pink and Italian blue. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Art Talk Podcast. Very grateful that you're here, and we really appreciate your continued support. Today, we're talking to a vocal coach and a very talented singer, Tony Zaffa. T-O-N-I-Z-A-F, like Frank, F like Frank A, Tony Zaffa. You can go to Tony Zaffa's website, TonyZaffa.com, and uh, look at her website while we talk to her. But today, all the music that you're hearing on this episode is all from Tony Zaffa. And what a fantastic voice she has. So stick around. We're going to have a quick sponsor message. And then we're going to be right back with our interview. Uh, It's myself and my co-host, Aaron. And we will see you in just a few minutes. Dutch pink and Italian blue. He's there waiting for you. My will has disappeared. Pink and Italian blue He's there waiting for you My will has disappeared Confusion is all so clear Welcome to Art Talk Podcast This is episode 17, I think And uh, losing track which is a good thing. And I'm here with my co-host, Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? Hey. How doing you doing, good? Dan? I'm, t- I'm doing great. Erin <laughs> just got her second COVID shot, and she's up and around, walking, talking, breathing. A little bit different, but she's doing okay. But how are you feeling? I'm okay. It's, it's a, you know, it it's, um, kind of feels a little teeny bit like a, a, a light flu. But uh, like light flu f- symptoms, but I could tell that it'll get better as the days go on. Okay, cool. You know, cool. Yeah. Um, and so also too, um, and uh, and so for anybody who's going to get your shot, just know that yeah, there might be some ill effects from it. But I'm concerned because I have allergies, so I'm I'm going to get one at some point. But I'm just waiting and watching how it goes for people with allergies. Right. right, um, right. I just also wanted to let everybody know that um, you know I. I uh, the word out that we were uh, interviewing creative people on this podcast and I sent some direct messages to people and they they agreed but but it kind of snowballed a little bit and so I'm just going to give everybody a heads up as to what we have coming up for the future so uh, if you didn't listen yet uh, we just interviewed Bob Gonzalez Um, go back and listen to that episode and then today we're talking to Tony Zaffa Z-A-F-F-A F like Frank F like Frank A and uh, on April 8th, we're going to be interviewing Diane Foy, who's an entertainment professional. On April 10th, we're going to be interviewing Mike Black, who is a very well-known, famous comedian. He worked cool. with Andrew Dice Clay and all these different nice, people. Yeah. Nice, Very cool. Uh, comedy store. A lot of people know who Mike Black is. Cool. Um, on the 11th is Farah Evers, a hitman picture. She's from Mexico. Uh, April 14th is Simone de Vicher from France. She's nice. a very talented artist. Uh, on the 15th, we have Natasha Blasik. She's an actor of Russian origin. Wow. Uh, the 19th, we have Dizel uh, Ramos. I hope I say his first name right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a power lifter and an actor. Wow. And April 22nd, we have Martina Agio. Okay. I'm going to read through these quick because there's a bunch <laughs> of them. April 25th, Adrian Tafoya. He's a film producer. Uh, April 28th, Stephen Lee. I've known him for years. Um, 
uh, he's a hypnotherapist for creative people. Wow. Uh, Quentin Lee on May 1st, he's a film director. He worked with Justin Lin and, and people like that, and I actually was in a film that he directed. Uh, May 4th is Angela Cro... Is that Crochet? Crochet, crochet yeah. yeah. Crochet. Uh, and May 8th is Susie Singer Carter. Uh, and then on the 4th, I mean, 16th of May is Kevin O'Neill, who's a nice. film director and a film producer. So that's nice. upcoming shows, and you can see that we're getting a lot of attention. And uh, as I understand it, our stats say we've been heard in 95 countries so mm. far. Wow. Okay, so let's get to our guest. We are talking today to Tony Zaffa, who we should have on the line. Are you with us, Tony? Tony Zaffer, I am indeed. Hello, Dad, and hello, Aaron. Hey, hey. Tony. Hi. Can you pull up her website? And Hi. then, and then, uh, Tony, where we're in Southern California. Where are you located right now? Well, I used to live in New York for a long time, but I've actually come back to Australia, <laughs> and um, I live on the Sunshine Coast of Queensland, which is Montauk meets Woodstock. Huh. <laughs> Wow! Wow! If you can get that, if you can get that visual, it's a bit like that. Yeah, sure, great sure. Features. Well, my my yeah, my yeah. first question for you, besides that, is: uh, uh, Do women get jealous of your naturally curly hair? Yes, they do. Yeah, you have gorgeous <laughs> hair. Yeah, you got. Men, men do too. Men do too. The bald ones, especially. That. <laughs> oh. I would imagine. Oh. I would imagine any any. Uh, any surfer yeah, out yeah, yeah. Th- any surfer out there is going to yeah. w- want your hair. Um, so, so Tony, we're looking at your website, and for anybody who's uh, listening, uh, you want to go to Tony. Uh, it's T O N I, and then Z like zebra, A like apple, F like Frank, F like Frank A. So it's TonyZaffa.com. You can listen and uh, look at her site at the same time. And uh, I'll also post that link on our website and also uh, on the description of the podcast itself. Um, so, and the links are kind of small up there on the top. Where I'm looking at it on a tablet right now. But um, oh, you are so beautiful, Tony. Thanks. <laughs> You're so good. I really, I really need to update that website. You asked me uh, ten years ago. So, so, yeah, I, I really need to get a new website. But anyway, no, that's fine. You, uh, so, Tony, can you tell me um, as far yeah. as as far as being creative, uh, something that um, you did, the earliest memory you have of being creative uh, that really got your attention or maybe made a change in your life or something? Do you recall what that was? I do. I'm the youngest of five, and mm-hmm. I remember. Loving to get dressed up yeah, and uh, just putting on little plays and making up songs about the moon or the stars. So I must mm. have been pretty young. I was on stage at nine, so mm. I would have been probably about six or seven. Okay. Yeah, I just loving dressing up and singing and, and creating theatrical things and, you know. Yeah. So that, I love that. That's good, yeah. I, I mean, we, we uh, all of us artists seem to have that in common where at a young age we're entertaining, yeah. we're entertaining everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And so, as far as as far as any uh, early early commercial success, where like in my case, um, you know, <coughs> excuse me, in my case, um, I was taking acting classes and I was doing theater and all this kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, everybody was like, "What do you do?" Oh, I'm an actor. But in my mind, you're not really an actor until you get paid to be an actor. And mm-hmm. so, uh, that, that was that was my thinking, you know, at that time. But um, I uh, so I did a film where I got paid forty dollars to be a, a character that was a, a what was that? It was like a convenience store um, 
convenience store clerk who gets robbed by an alien with a shotgun, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I got four. <laughs> I got $40 for that. So I was walking around telling people, I'm a professional actor now. I got $40 for this. Uh, you know. But what, what about in your case? What, what, what's your early memory of something like that? I used to think that I wasn't a really a serious a stroke actress until um, I got paid professionally. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was in my mid-20s. That was in my mid-20s. And I was in a... I started off in a... Um, three girl group that was brilliant for me it was like rsl clubs and i know you have them over the states you know and and it's hardcore Mm. you know it's you get your hecklers you and i I learned for me it was like a came from the streets so so to say with these two other women brilliant singers from new zealand and i'd never done harmonies or anything like that and these two ladies taught me they were sisters Mm. they taught me so uh, harmonic blend was exquisite we did a 60s 70s 80s show that went and toured around and so that was my real introduction to we did patter you know we all had different sounds and voices so we could take on different artists i'd sing very black i've got a very soulful voice so mm. i shouldn't say that i don't think black yeah let me just reframe that it's, it's, it's not it's not appropriate i think with a very sort of husky soulful voice that doesn't have a color right, right. and you know and 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 with that you know well that, uh, tony artists, like, yeah, as yeah. i as i understand it you're complimenting uh, some black singers is what you're saying yeah thank you um so yeah so they taught me and that was for me even though i'd done a lot of school productions lead roles and i played around with amateur stuff that for me was when i felt like i'd seriously gone to the professional world i knew how to handle hecklers Uh, i could remember patter and make people laugh and and talk about artists that had three-part harmony and we did we promoted 60s 70s and 80s shows with costume changes and weeks and it was really these two ladies really took me to another level so that's really my strongest memory of really stepping into the professional arena and that was in sydney yeah Um, wow um and then uh so so uh, and as far as um What's that, Erin? Erin's looking no, at your I'm, website. What, I'm what? Uh, reading here. It says uh, it says that you played um, the sorcerers, sorcerers in the rock opera Chic. 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 Oh, Chic. Chic. Rattle and Roll. Chic. Rattle and Roll. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, right. it, yeah, that was fun. The sorcerers. That was another great. See, I, I what briefly what happened for me was I became like from that I then went solo. Um, hmm. And then I was like Tony Zaffer and the blues band, Tony Zaffer and this. I did that theatrical production because it was more of a rock opera. Right. I'm not really into musical theater. I don't have that sort of sound. And so that gave me a taste of rock opera. And then I became a soloist and did a lot of blues. Mm. Tony Zaffer blues band, Tony Zaffer, Tony Zaffer. And then one night I had a spiritual epiphany. Hmm. Do you want me to tell you about this? Please, sure. Please. Should I go on? Please. Well, when you, said, when, you, when you said rock opera. It was, it was in Sydney. Yeah, it was in Sydney, and I'd been doing a lot of shows um, as Tony Zaffer and the Blues Band or whatever, you know, opening for very well-known people in my country. And and um, and what happened was I came out of this particular place, this venue, at 1 a.m. in the morning, and I don't drink or drug or any of that stuff, so I was around a lot of drunk people. Ah, you got a great voice, <laughs> 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 and I just got home and the tears were rolling down my face and mm. I just said to the powers to be, you know, I said to all the powers to be, I don't know what to do. Mm. You've given me this gift and the way I'm using it is not fulfilling. It's a travesty. Yeah. And from I get goosebumps thinking about it. And from then on, 
I was led into, it's too long a story, so I'll reframe it, into the Actors Studio Centre in Sydney training on how to audition. Because yeah. I thought, what is it I want? I want to be with a clean, captive audience that appreciate myself and others on stage. I don't want to be around all that substance crap, you know? And what does that look like? Well, you've got musical theatre, or no, no thanks. So what else you got? Opera, um, rock opera. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I learned... I learned how to audition, huh. and I did a year intensive with Stephen Lloyd Helper from New York. Oh, wow. And I did master classes, because it's a real skill. I mean, sure. you, you have to know, as soon as you walk in, like, when I was auditioning in New York, what are you wearing? What are you singing? Yeah. You right. know, 16 bars of what? You know, and wow. all this stuff is really, really important, and it's a skill. And then after eight auditions, I got Jesus Christ Superstar, which was amazing. Oh, my God. Production. It's a great show. And That's I one of my favorites. Soul Sister. Um, yeah, I played the soul sister of that. And that, for me, it took me into, I mean, those again, that whole cast of 28, they brought me into another, you know, um, uh, another level. Hmm. And that uh, was incredible. We toured for a year right around Australia. It was just... It, when you, yeah, when you, said, uh, when you said rock opera... I'm sorry, what... what uh, oh, yeah. Rock operas. Rock operas, we don't, we don't talk. Rock operas, just for those people listening, if you don't know the difference, obviously it's music. Well, well no, like what, I, what I was going to say, you know, yeah, Tony, what I was going to say is that uh, when, you oh. said, when you said rock opera, I, it's funny coincidence because yesterday I was talking to somebody and we, we were talking about, um, uh, they said this actress, and I forget who the actress was or female actor, they said this, this is, girl is a hot mess. And mm-hmm. this other person said, uh, something about another actress, and I said, uh, "You guys haven't seen anything until you've seen Anne Margaret." And I showed them a picture of uh-huh. Anne <laughs> Margaret, and I said, "Anne Margaret was in Tommy, which Tommy was a rock opera, uh-huh. and it was uh-huh. a, it, for the young people that don't know the the band The Who, which a lot of their music's being being used in content that young people are watching these days." Um, they did a film called Tommy, which is about a blind pinball player. And it's a rock opera, and Anne Margaret just steals the entire movie. She's such a she's like a yeah, di- she's great. She's yeah. like a dynamo in that film, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, she was great. And she was great. I really yeah. like that. The rock opera is obviously the music's very different. It's funky or rocky. Also, we don't talk. Mm-hmm. We don't say like, "There's Jimmy, there's Jimmy, there's the chair." You know, we don't do all that sort of stuff. Hmm. We just—it's all uh, you know, music all the way through. So uh, that was phenomenal. Well, I like hearing—I yeah. like hearing uh, stories uh, about you know actors' origins and entertainers' origins because there's always this, there's always surprises in their story. Things that they like. In my case, I went—I I was friends with a guy uh, who was an actor, and I, I told him the reason I came to California was I wanted to get into acting and show business. So he said, okay, well, I can, I can get you involved in my acting class. And I didn't know anything about acting classes. I didn't know anything about anything. And so he takes me to this acting class, and the acting coach is named Ned Mandarino. And so I'm looking at a couple of people in his acting class, and I'm like, that guy over there looks familiar. And he goes, yeah, that's Russell Wong. He's in a lot of movies. And I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, a couple of classes in, I'm trying to learn and get into it. Some students show up from Germany. And I'm like, you came all the way to this class from Germany? And they said, yes, this is Ned Mandarino. And I went, okay, but what's the what's so special? And they go, this is John Malkovich's acting coach. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm learning from John Malkovich's acting coach. Wow. <laughs> you know, so I was in the guy's class for like, for a couple of years, and it was uh, it was a quite an experience. But um, and so so moving on to uh, 
moving on to uh, uh, things that happened after this experience you were just talking to us about. Um, because let's see how are we doing on time we're at 550 so uh, if you uh, you know when you think about um creative uh, ventures or whatever um like myself i i you know play the guitar i, I can do acting all these different things so uh, how diverse are you when it comes to creativity uh, you know music acting uh, painting any of that kind of thing and maybe what's her favorite yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe what did you say, Aaron? And, and maybe, maybe what? what is maybe perhaps what's your favorite? <laughs> what's oh, definitely singing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a vocal coach. I train and teach people on Zoom and internationally and here as well. So definitely, um, I love to get rough diamonds and polish them. Oh wow! I just oh. Love it. So you you oh, I love uh, it so much. I'm not really. I'm in a show at the moment called uh, Disco Divas, oh. and that's a lot of fun because it's theatrical and we change and you know it, it's popular. Mm -hmm. It's fun for me to get on stage and do some things more so, but I'm predominantly very much a singer. And that's my, as I said, I really get fulfilled when mm. I pick and choose the shows I want to be in. Like Disco Divas, they're very, very, they're top singers. These five women are brilliant. Mm. Uh, so that's great. It's an 11-piece band. That's awesome. Mm. Really what I get excited about, I would say what really moves me today, is when I have, like I just found somebody at a market recently, and I scooped him and took him. I don't know, it's the first time I've done this, but I heard something. And I've been training him now for two years, and it's really amazing what's happening with him. Mm -hmm. uh, that sort of stuff excites me, you know, because I've learned a lot in New York. I was trained by Celine Dion's professor and a oh really vocal coach, Professor William Riley. And I lived in New York for 15 years and did off Broadway shows, and then I toured a lot and through the U.S. and Canada singing and lots of clubs in New York. And so I, I learned a lot, you know, I really learned a lot. And now moving back here where I live in this... Woodstock meets Montauk, you know, um, yeah. mm -hmm. coastal area. I'm able to find, you know, these students, these people, these young adults, 18 to 20, that probably would never, you know, at this stage, obviously, haven't been taught or educated in all of this yeah. plethora of different knowledge I've gathered all around the world. Mm. And so I love to get the rough diamonds and and oh, I love that. Them well, uh, Tony, well, Tony, if also, if they want to yeah. get a hold, if they want to get a hold of you for uh, vocal coaching. To, do they go to yeah. TonyZaffa.com? No, they can, no, that's uh, Tony at, my uh, my email address is pretty easy. It's Tony at TonyZaffa.com. Okay. So Tony at, T-O-N-I, everybody, because I'm a woman. Uh -huh. Tony at Tony Zaffa, Z-A-F-F-A dot com. Okay, and I'll, I'll also... Dot com, yeah. I'll also... put in vocal coaching, at, vocal coaching as a subject. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I love. That, that's what feeds me, mm. uh, mind, body, spirit. That's what feeds me today. Okay. You know, I, I like sometimes entertaining, but I love to get those rough diamonds and just... And I'm also... I'll just close on this. I'm also a talent scout for a very famous person like won't mention his name, but he's created many famous acts in the world. Okay. And he's in Sydney, and um, I've taken a few students to him that are ready, hmm. and he's coming flying up from Sydney this weekend to How see exciting. two of them. And they they could get signed up, so that's pretty exciting. How exciting! Wow, that would be yeah. uh, that must be yeah. a great that must be a great feeling if you if you take someone and, and literally turn them into a star, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're already stars. 
powers. I'm not. Ter- I'm not. I don't have that sort of power. But I can just, you know, it's like that beautiful thing where Michelangelo was chipping away the ice, and the the beauty was actually inside. He just chipped away the externals. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. interesting. They're, they're, they're already gifted. They've got these two. These two brothers are incredible. They're only fourteen and twelve. Beautiful. They're already gifted. But I'm just. I'm just polishing that those raw diamonds. You know. Oh. Hey, do you ever? Just doing. curious, uh, Tony. Do you ever have anybody send you? Um, like a music file, and then you put vocals on it and send it back to them? No, with uh, In Excess <clears throat> in Sydney, after I did Superstar, Kirk Pengley, he was in In Excess, he played the sax. Mm. He was married to the lady that played um, Mary Magdalene, uh, Denny Hines at that stage. Okay. He's not married okay. anymore, and okay. he used to come when they went on tour and watch the show, and he heard me doing my soul sister wailing at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, he called me into his studio, and he he and Richard Clapton recorded the song for Tina Turner, and I did the vocals, and, and oh. he would get me to, to find melodies on songs he would send to me. I said, how do you know I can even write, write music? I've never done this. And he said, because I've heard you riffing on stage in Superstar, and you're singing notes that aren't written. Wow. And I went, whoa. That's yeah, nice. whoa. So we played around with that, and I'm always open to help people who want to send me stuff and things like that and play with that. I don't have a problem. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, can, you know? yeah, I'm gonna try to feature your vocals. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll try to edit your vocals into the show. Um, and uh-huh. also, uh-huh. too, do you have content on YouTube or any place if someone wanted to? Uh... Just that one I gave you. Really, that's the best one. It's <clears throat> jazz festival where. Um, I said, you can have my husband, but please don't mess with my man. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love love singing it. (laughs) He cringes in the audience. Yeah, that's awesome. New York City, I'll tell you something funny. I sang it at New York, and and these girls, these gorgeous girls, looking at my husband, because he's pretty handsome, and they went, so are you the boyfriend or the husband? Because it's like, please don't mess with my man. You can have my husband. So these girls are trying to work out what he was. Oh, that's so cute. cute. Old blues singers sang about the blues when their wife would leave them, and and they really sang about the blues. They really, they really sang about the blues when their wife and their girlfriend both left them. Then uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's what it was. I'm going to say something here before we close because it's really it's really important for people listening. Um, I came back to Australia and I uh, auditioned for the Conservatorium of Music, the Con, and um, and I didn't finish my education and schooling all the way through. Um, I was trained, like I told you, coming through RSL clubs. And I went down to the conservatorium and auditioned about eight years ago as a postgraduate and got accepted. They'd already closed the auditions. This, this is what I'm talking about. If, if you're out there and, you know, and, uh, and I was middle-aged then, right? So I'm just giving people hope. They closed the auditions and they reopened them for me. And mm. I got in and did postgraduate there for a couple of years. Wow. Amazing. I, it amazing. was just amazing. I just went, how does that even happen? Yeah. yeah. How does that even happen? It's called a God shot. You know? so, God shot. Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or God headshot, whatever we're wherever we're dealing with. Whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, right? right, right, exactly, so, exactly. I just wanted to give people hope out there. Just, I love the acronym for hope. Hang on, pain ends. Just, you know. Oh, keep I love saying that. Yes, and moving. Yeah, it's great. And I was ringing the conservatorians to tell them how much I'd learned in New York, and then all of this turned around and they educated me. <laughs> I became quite humble, uh, finally. But you know. It's just amazing how things happen. Yeah. Right. It right. Is. Yeah, so. Wow. I love that I love that acronym yeah. Hang On Pain Ends. I love that. Yeah, I love acronyms. God stands for Great Outdoors. 
Oh, I love oh. it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I live across the road from the beach, and I tell you, when I hit that beach, she just feels me like nothing else can. Yeah, I, I, I really... The, queen, the queendom dwells, the queendom dwells within. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that that part of the world personally. I just haven't haven't been able to yet. Um, so we oh, are. Come on. Oh come yeah. On over. I know. We have a friend in uh, we have a friend in Australia, and she's always said, "Anytime you want, come on out." That's the thing about people in Australia. If you say, "I'd love to see Australia," they all respond the same way: "Come on out, we'll put you up." <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll love it. Very and friendly. the trip's not that bad. If you're coming from LA, it's not that bad. New York's a nightmare. Because it's like 24 hours, you've got to go to New York uh, and then LA, and then you have to wait six hours. Right. But if you're coming from LA, it's only like 13, 14 hours. It's okay. Well, okay. It's worth it. Well, yeah, uh, Tony, worth Tony, it. since we're since we're out of time, do you have any last uh, comments? Okay. L- last comments you'd like to make, or any? Yes, I do. Tenacity. I, I, I learned that. I've always been tenacious, and I teach my students that. And I am incredibly tenacious. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to go into my world, or you're in my world, or you're thinking about going into my world, you've got to be tenacious. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to cry. You're going to get hit down, metaphorically. You're going to feel it. Have your tears. Have your tears. Mm-hmm. And get oh. up took me three months after one audition in New York. I got close to the lead of Mamma Mia down to the final three and I didn't get it. My voice squealed mm. oh, like that. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And I cried for three months, but you know what? I got up, I had my tears and I said, okay, what did you learn from that, Tony? Right. Well, okay, you remember... You uh, from it, you know? You remember... And, uh, and, and that's, that's something I would say, you've got to be tenacious. Get up. You know, when you get hit down, have your tears, have your feelings. Well, uh, it's and like... Then learn, uh, and then learn from it. Yeah, it's like... Um, huh? I, I, I tell people every now and then, uh, and I'm not a person who listens to Deepak Chopra on a regular basis or anything, but mm-hmm. one time he said, I was listening to something, and, and somebody said they were having a bad day, and he said, you're not having a bad day, you're having a learning day. And I... <laughs> And I never, I never, I never forgot that. And so, if yeah. I'm ever having a bad day, sometimes it'll, it'll, those are the little jewels. Having a learning day. Yeah. Yeah. But and the, um, other, and the other thing I'd say is, um, be honestly, I know it's cliched and cheesy, but it's true. You've really got to be yourself. Yeah. If I go into any of those auditions or shows trying to be something else, they're not picking it. It just won't work. You know that as actors. Yeah. You've really got to get that essence of yourself. They're either going to like it or they're not. That's so true. You're too old, you're too young, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too... Whatever, you know, it's such mm. a visual world too, you know? Yeah, it's all Just chemistry. It's all chemistry. I hate... Yeah, it is, and I can't stand cookie cutters, you know? I say to my students here, not another cookie cutter, please. Mm. Well, the last thing, the last... They've got Ed Sheer, and they've got all these women out here, men out here. Who are you? The last... uh, Yourself. Well, the last comment I'll make Mm. about, you know, because you're a very clear... Uh, thinker and you're very present and I think you'd be I, I've no, obviously not seen you coach anybody but it sounds like you'd be a fantastic coach and you also mm-hmm. you also have a, a, the ability naturally to sort of inspire just the way you talk so um, I think though that's a great combination and uh, mm-hmm. um, anyway I, I, I have more I want to talk about but I'm, I'm really over over now we're over 25 minutes um let's do this uh, one more time everybody tonyzaffa.com I'll list the website uh, her her address and email in a couple of places and Erin uh, yes do you have anything inspirational yes be perfectly imperfect <laughs> Be perfectly imperfect. Okay. Well, I, I definitely qualify for the imperfect part. Uh, <laughs> Tony, listen, we could, we could, obviously, we we could talk to you much longer, but uh, I've got to keep these at a certain time limit. So, um, what we might there's 
there goes the there goes the timer. Mm-hmm. So I might, um, uh, we, as we are with other people, we're probably going to maybe get in touch with you in the future and follow up and see how you're doing. And um, sure. you know, and and I'll uh, I'll let people know that if they want to get in touch with you, they can do it direct or through us, and we'll see if we can't yeah. send. send it's been a people. pleasure having you on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dan and Aaron and, and everybody. Just uh, lots of love sending to all of you out there. That Thank sounds you great. Thank you as well. asking me to do this. Thank you. Of course. Not Absolutely. a problem. Yeah. And uh, we enjoyed it. And until next time, everybody, this is Dan and Aaron at Art Talk. And we will see you later. I could speak to a dream that I